Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports on Keep It a Bean, however we're doing this, whatever. Um, <laughs> again, joined by, uh, my name is Demetrius, and joined again by one uh, Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? Also on camera. And don't don't let Dom, you know, get you down, man. You know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and, don't let Dom get you down. What the fuck? Yeah, joined by that guy. Shout talking about out here, man. It's all about the pre-show, man. You're talking about my man's background. Oh yeah, I forgot his little green screen. <laughs> Turn his head to the <laughs> side, and his whole fucking headset disappear. Don't be a hater. Hey, look, he's there, and I'm not. There you go. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, let's get into it, man. We didn't even have time to talk about it. Damn. We didn't even have time to talk about it, um, but it already happened. Kyrie requested a trade two days ago, and then that's where, like, you know what? Here you go. <laughs> and they just – they sent him to the Mavs. It was for Spencer Dinwiddie. Who was the other guy? Was it Was it Finney Smith? Dorian Finney Smith. Spencer Dinwiddie. First-round pick. Multiple second-round picks. 2029 first. 2029 uh, unprotected first round pick. Oh shit! You know the Lakers love to do that. Second round pick. And a 2029 second round pick. Yeah, just looking at the Lakers was to doing that. Also, Markeith Morris goes from Brooklyn to Dallas. Oh whoa! I didn't hear that part of the development. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys think of the trade, Dom? You're the you know. I think, I think that Dallas was dumb for that trade. I think that this isn't going to help anything. I think that Dinwiddie was serviceable enough. And I think that um, Finney was, you know, a solid piece for them. Um, his contract ends in like two months. So unless they plan on giving him that four-year, $200 million extension that he wants, he will be leaving. So, and I don't see where this makes them any better than what they were last year. I don't see them going to the finals. I don't see them winning the finals. And the furthest they would go is potentially the Western Conference Finals to me. It Like, obviously now they, they may have the best – guard duo in the league of 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 Luca and Kyrie probably um I guess the other two would be like Garland and Mitchell or like Trey and DeJounte or like Steph and Clay but like outside of those duos then I I think it's pretty fair to say Luca and Kyrie will most likely be the best duo in the league but obviously neither of them are known for their defense and neither are their bigs so I don't think that they'll be too great on the defensive end. And as for all the points that Kyrie and Luca will be putting up because they will put up points. I just think that the defensive shortcomings will haunt them. So that is my opinion on it. Damn, you're not excited at all. It's crazy. Nope. Not at the slightest. As a Luca fan and as a Kyrie fan, like you, 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 the resident Luca and Kyrie guy. So, well, no, 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 no. I just thought Luca should have been the MVP. 
I'm not mm-hmm. like Luca's my favorite player. Like I just thought that Luca should have been the MVP. But like, nah, I just didn't. I don't think this trade is gonna do anything for them. Thinking Luca was the MVP makes you the resident Luca guy. Just doesn't know because he was. He went. <laughs> he had the best record of them all, and went the furthest of them all. Yeah, he was the MVP last year. I know you wanted to give it to Giannis, but Luca had a better record than Giannis and didn't have an All Star with him, which Giannis got two with him. So one of them was that. I'm just, uh, you just sound like a Luca guy. I don't know what you want from me. You're just proving our point, but it doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> Darnell, spot on take there. Um, but what are, what are your thoughts, Darnell, on, on uh, the Mavs getting Kyrie and the Nets kind of blowing it up? It's weird. Like, I feel like the Nets just traded for Spencer Dinwiddie again after having already traded or trading them in the first place or however they got rid of him, but. It just feels he like the Nets. James Harden trade. Yeah, he was in a James Harden trade. It just feels like the Nets. Nah, he nah, he just didn't. Um, what's it called? He was a free oh. agent. They didn't pick him up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't in that trade. He, he wanted a, he wanted a big contract, mm-hmm. and then he went to, and then Washington gave him the contract he wanted from Brooklyn, just for him to wind back up in Brooklyn with the contract they didn't want to pay him. Yeah, that's my yeah. Like I was, what I was trying to get at like, that's a good point, Dom. Like, why would you? I mean, I guess it's just them just admitting that we're here and we kind of regret this whole scenario of us trading for these three guys and bringing in this big duo and or big trio. And instead of just running with the youth that we had and taking the lumps, our lumps that way, we tried to fast forward the process and kind of bring in three superstars and it didn't work. And now they're stuck with somebody who's already requested a trade. So it's like, they're probably not improved. I don't think they're improved as a team. So it's like now we're going to lose Kevin Durant. So unless you get a haul on the, the, the size of the Rudy Gobert trade, then it's kind of probably, it's probably a failure all, all in all. There's a lot of factors that go into this Durant trade as well because I, I think it's kind of inevitable at this point that Durant gets traded. But don't forget, right? They can't really trade for somebody too young because of ben the whole because of the whole Ben Simmons thing because he's on the rookie max extension. You can't yeah. have two players on a rookie max extension, so that limits a lot of people that they would probably be trying to get for Durant. So I mean, if if they get somebody that's still on the rookie, they can get somebody that's still on the rookie contract. But if, if they sign a max rookie extension, then they're completely off the table. So I thought you could have two players, but not three. You can't trade. Oh, yeah, you, you said one, trade. You gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. One. So, like, Bam, Jamal Murray, uh, people like that. Uh, I can't – I don't know all the people, but – Right. I feel you. Jalen Brown, I believe. Yeah, Shea. You know, all them type people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, right. it's kind of, I, right. I, I actually think the Mavs won more than Dom. They like, you said they won't go far, but who, with the Warriors falling apart, who's really in their way? Mm. 
Like the West is really weak. I agree. So yeah. like and if you look at a team like Memphis, like for example, if they don't improve at the deadline, they could be somebody who can get past in the playoffs easily. Because they're as inconsistent as it comes outside of the on the road at least. No, of course, I think all that being said, I my reservations with this come more from Kyrie just being injury prone and a headache. But as far as a talent standpoint, who is a better duo in the West? I mean, I guess LeBron and AD would be the answer. Yeah, but yeah, your twelve seed, okay, scary. Um, so like, who and else? Then, and then the other injury prone duo of Kawhi and uh, uh, what's his name, Paul? Man, they don't even forgot his name. They don't even exist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you got um Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> You don't I got would, them. I would say I would take Luca and uh, Kyrie over them. Uh, Devin Booker holds them back. Would you say that they would be the best backcourt duo in the league, though? Yeah, I, I think I just said that. I know, but I just yeah. want to see if Demetrius agrees. Uh, yeah, I think it's close. I, I do think Cleveland's close, but. Yeah, I'll probably get yeah. to Dallas. It's just, uh, it's real interesting. So I, I think that, I mean, uh, to me, the Mavs making it back to the conference finals is an accomplishment, to be honest. Now, going forward, you did make a good point there. I don't know what they're going to do after this year, but yeah, I don't, I don't really picture him as someone who stays in Dallas long term. I could be wrong. I could be way off on that, but he wants. He just wants. He just wants a, the the contract. Yeah, I just want. I think. Money. I think if he doesn't get the contract he wants, then he will go to L.A. with LeBron. What I think happened was, because they asked him what team he wanted to go to, and like uh, allegedly, this is all reports, but uh, like it said that they asked him what team he wanted to go to, and he he said L.A. So they were like, "All right, we'll t- we'll we'll trade you anywhere else <laughs> where you want to go." <laughs> so I doubt he said he wanted to go to Dallas, and you know, they probably what trade him there. What an organization, man! <laughs> Who Brooklyn? Yeah, although I do gotta say that's true. Fuck the Lakers, you know. Cool. Eh, at this point, I would have been cool with him going there. At this point, at at first, when like when they first talked about it, I was like, nah. But at this point, it's like, all right, fuck it, he, he can go there. <laughs> I I kind of want them to win now. Why not? Nah. It's just no nobody's doing anything in the West. That's why it's like nobody's fuck. good. Yeah. Well, all the good teams, the the people keep getting hurt. Yeah. The Nuggets are good. Your MVP is good. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Well, yeah. I forgot about them. Yeah. I forgot about them. Very forgettable two-time MVP. You said what? I said very forgettable two-time MVP. Hey, look, I I said Lucas should have won one of them. 
It there might be three times, so don't get mad if it is. I don't care anymore. It? it clearly doesn't mean anything. So. Because now it's about the best record, suddenly. How the fuck did we do that? Yeah, and should have been the one with the best record last year of the four, which was Luca. It's just no easy criteria to, to, for MVP anymore. Because, I don't know, the, the triple-double threw it off because you gave it to a six-seed. Yeah, Westbrook did kind of ruin it. They could just gave it to Hart I mean, and called it a day. Something historic, honestly, ruined it. Hey, look, Jokic is historically breaking every analytical record that exists. I mean, every yeah, advanced record. Analytical record just every advanced, every advanced record. They're, they ain't just start. PER has been around for like fucking 100 years. Like, all right. Yes, it has. <laughs> PR is not a new concept. <laughs> These things have been around for a while. This is delving into a different conversation. So we have nothing else to say about Kyrie. Very interesting. Do you, how 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 long until Kyrie? Um, I don't see Kyrie and Luca as two people that get along. I could be wrong was- on that too. I don't really see this working that well. That's why I, I don't see Kyrie getting along with anybody. How about that? I think he'll get along with, with LeBron. Maybe for a little bit. He he's didn't like I think he's using LeBron in the low. He wants his contract. He's using everybody. He's doing he's using LeBron for leverage. Just like he used KD. <laughs> Damn. Damn, you calling that man a leech? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this man called Kyrie a leech. That's crazy. <laughs> Didn't necessarily use those words. That's you're, you're implying it. Called him a leech. That's it. <laughs> Somebody that just uses everybody is a leech. <laughs> Why it uses people to get to where they want to go is what you call a leech. Call it a networker. Nah, he's, yeah, he's using his. Yeah, he's using his. Not networking. That's not networking. That's <laughs> leech. leverage. That's saying, hey, you have a big name. Let me fucking use it so I can get to where I need to go. <laughs> that's that's not networking. Well. <laughs> As leashing. If we're being honest, I mean, he used it to get the big contract last time with KD. I mean, I think this is before. This, I mean, I even mm. though he had the flame out in Boston, right? No, he, he was no. man. If he went to the Knicks or somebody, would there was there would have been teams that gave there him a big ass no, contract. There was not a market. I'm telling you, you're misremembering this. People were like, <laughs> I don't want Kyrie. They literally only took the Knicks would have took him. The Knicks would have took him. No, no, no. The Knicks just gave Jalen Brunson $30 million. They was giving Kyrie, Kyrie a damn uh, fucking max contract for four years. I'm pretty sure they were in talks, and then they were like, no, nah, we don't want Kyrie. Hey, look, man. Me and Darnell, record- Darnell, am I misremembering that? Is that like 
wasn't that the read on the situation? No, I think the Knicks were interested. I do remember that part. Ooh, the Knicks were the Knicks were one hundred percent gonna give him some big ass dumbass contract. He was not. He wasn't where he is now. In terms of in terms of viewership, how people viewed him. Yeah, I was gonna say he definitely was the same. In terms of how people view him, I mean, because I don't fully think the Boston thing was all him, but. Now this 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 Brooklyn thing, all right. Well, <laughs> he definitely played a, a very Are significant role in that one. Because you you debut, ironic. He debated the resident Luca, you know, what I mean, fan, but he didn't debate the Kyrie one. Do you oh know? yeah, I thought that too. Oh yeah, I yeah. I didn't debate that. I, still... I I think it's I I still think that whole Jewish thing is unfortunate, but outside of that, as a player. Yeah, I like watching. I like watching. I like watching. Kyrie is is one of my favorite players to actually watch, and I do think he's one of now all the outside shenanigans. I'm like, all right, well, I can't, I can't, I can't defend you every fucking. Taking that out, how about just everything else? How about just the fact that he collapses teams and just so taking playing? so taking out watching him play, <laughs> like that's kind of why you like him. obviously. Because we still don't, we still don't know what he believes about the anti-Semitism, but everything else involved with him and the play, like if Kyrie's someone you would employ on your basketball team, they put it like that. There, would I give him a max contract? Is what you're asking me, or just would I give him a contract in general? Yeah, would you give him a contract? I'd give him a contract. What? I don't think I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't just talk. I wouldn't just fucking. Like somebody that talented, I just wouldn't just be like, no. So, would you do you think Kyrie can be a part of a championship team? I think, I think if he went to the Lakers, he could with LeBron and AD. I I think that at this point, at this point, I think he kind of he need he need he needs a because he's not a great defender himself. I do think he needs a a really good big and a really good um and he's not much of a passer so he needs a good point guard so I don't think he can just win just being the iso scorer that he is I think he needs star talent in other positions but even then like I said I thought he he got hurt but it looked like the way it was trending. I won't say he would have beat the Warriors with the Celtics, but it was looking like he would have at least went and gave them a fight. So, I mean, I I don't think he's any worse of a player than now. Obviously, it, it will depend on how his teammates view him because apparently him and James Harden get, didn't get along. And this whole Nets thing is because they didn't want to pay him. Like he, he was like, "I want to stay," and then they were like, "We don't want you to stay," and basically not for the long term. So I still employ him. It, it, but it would depend on my team, though. I wouldn't just, I wouldn't just pick him if I had nobody. I wouldn't pick him up if I had like nobody else on my team. So if you had two players, you would pay him. Is what yeah, I'm yeah. Two superstars that at least one's a big. 
that can play defense. And they have to not get mad at them because if they do, they're just going to want to get traded. <laughs> like, if, if the hmm, – I can't say the Nuggets because I, I wouldn't put him with Murray. Even though Murray's good at defense, it actually wouldn't be that bad. I mean, if I'm being honest with you, I know everyone says the Lakers – I don't think that I don't think that would really help as much as people think. I scoring think isn't their problem. Scoring is not their problem. It's not the issue. It's a part they need of shooters it. though. They need it's a part they, of it. They can't shoot, and Kyrie's a really good shooter. Mm-hmm. They can't do anything. <laughs> so they can't. I feel shoot. like it wouldn't solve all their problems to add Kyrie, but it just. It would be an upgrade over what they have, and that's a start for them to be a 13 seed. That would be progress, but and they have familiarity. There's familiarity between their their best player and Kyrie. So the Lakers right now, just look this up to fact check. They are this is just in the West. They're sixth in the West in scoring. So yeah, I'm gonna take entire Kyrie would 100 percent bring them up from six to like at least like at least like and Kyrie would bring them up even more. If you're already not gonna be good at defense, you at least gotta be great. Like the the Kings aren't very good on defense, but they're so great on offense that they're the third seed in the West. They're like the best offensive team in the league right now. Them are either like one or two. They're the best. Yeah, so they're the best offensive team in the league. Their defense is a phenomenal, but because they're so good on offense, then, you know, they're the third seed right now. Just for the record, some of the other top offenses in the West are the Warriors. They're 27-26. The Jazz, they're 27-27. The Thunder, 25-27. Don't think offense is going to. Offense is the problem. It's gonna be honest with you. Well, I guess apparently I'm looking at it right now. Apparently they're 27th in opponents points per game. So yeah, they can't guard shit. Is what I was trying to tell you. I did watch. I looked last night and they lose to the Pelicans with no Zion and let up 130. Kyrie ain't helping shit with that. Not helping anything with that. Hey, look, man. You know the easiest way to score. Is when your opponent keeps missing. Is when you keep missing shots and you keep getting transition. They're seventh in the league in scoring. They score points. LeBron averages thirty. Part of it is they miss Anthony Davis for a long stretch too. I mean, mean, that's that's not going to help. That's not going. That's not going to change if Kyrie gets there. In fact, Kyrie Kyrie might just get hurt with them. (laughs) Yeah. So they got three hurt guys, and you know. Two of them don't play defense great. And then one of them is the most hurt one. He plays defense, but he you know he's not going to be there. I'm telling <laughs> you, I really don't think Kyrie the Lakers really would help them that much. So you think do you think it helps the Mavs more than it helps the Lakers? Yes. I think Dinwiddie was good enough, though. I truly do. He really was doing his thing. He was putting up like 30, 35. What I will say, now, what I will say is you, you point out losing Finney Smith, I don't love that part of it. Yeah. I don't love losing Finney because you do lose defense. But just looking at the Mavs, 
they are the third worst scoring team in the West. Damn. So, yes, he helps them a lot. It actually uh, makes more sense. Uh, I mean, obviously they lost Jalen Brunson, and that was their other go-to scorer when Luka wasn't the guy with the ball in his hands. Yeah, and Christian would be hurt. So, And he's not good enough to be the But the thing with Kyrie, he's cool not having the ball and just doing ISO shit too. He can do that. Oh, yeah, he did tell James Harden. You are the point guard. Yep. <laughs> but you might just tell Luca, you are the point guard. Basically told LeBron that. Yeah. Basically told Kevin that, honestly. <laughs> just let everybody else be the point. Well, he told Ben that. Not, not really Kevin. You pass the ball to me. That's how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pass the ball to anybody else. <laughs> Luca, like, okay, I'll pass to everybody. I'm telling you, I actually think I actually think this is a better trade. I think it I'm I'm looking like it, it's gonna be it is gonna be a lot with with the um to me the Finney thing because you do need a three and the tall wing. Just the reality of the league. Maybe they believe that much in Josh Green. Josh Green's been been really good recently. So maybe that's who they put in the start. I mean, he he fits the build of a of a of what Finney is, he's not. He's just too young and not quite as good yet. But I didn't expect. I didn't expect this to be the case. But I like the Kyrie trade more than any other. So. Do you like it, Darnell? Not really. I don't love it. I mean, but it's not bad though. Like I don't think it's a bad trade at all. Obviously, I think it upgrades what Dallas had over. Obviously, I don't really care about these future first round picks from. 2029, like, I don't really care about that. Or 2027, like, the Lakers do. <laughs> the Lakers are a weird franchise, bro. Like, how you want to protect the future and win in the present at the same Like, they try to balance. It's weird, man. But they don't want to win in the present. That's, they, they're telling you that. Oh, yeah, that's what they pretend that they want to do is win in the present, but they don't really, they really do pretend that. that hard. I think I, to, I think I told y'all, I think, I think I said this to y'all though. I just think that, I think that Rob Palenka literally just listens to the fan base and whatever the fan base says he does. He's like, Hey, they're, they're whatever they say, they're like, we traded all those stupid ass picks and 80 fucking sucks. And, and he's never healthy. So Rob Palenka was like, all right, We'll never trade picks again. We'll never trade first-round picks again. I mean, y'all did win a ring because y'all traded them first-round picks. Now, the the bubble ring, again, would AD have been healthy if it weren't a, a five-month span between the 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 end of the – between the regular season and the playoffs and shit because of COVID? Now, that's a different – that's a different conversation. But the fact of the matter is they still did win. So they did still win that trade. So, and, um, I think the I big losers out of this definitely are – I personally don't think it – as much as I think the Lakers, I guess, you'd consider the big losers. Because one, one thing we didn't talk about is in a trade with Kyrie, you would be losing Russ. And he's their whole bench, and they can score because he's there. 
Kyrie's not coming off the bench. And their problem is depth and defense. It's not scoring. No, I think that and 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 partially, I think Kevin Durant told them, if you bring Russ over here, I will retire. <laughs> That's a good way to end the segment. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck, Kyrie. See how long this lasts. <laughs> All right, Dom, take it away. Hey, man, I thought you were the intro man, man. Nope. Not this. This is my college football segment. I'm a vibe. Okay. So, as we know, the All-Star game, the NBA All-Star game is coming up pretty soon, you know, and we already knew our starters. Our starting lineup was announced as Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Nikola Jokic, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, and Zion Williamson. But now... The reserves are have been announced. So our all-star reserves are Bam Adebayo, Jalen Brown, DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, Paul George, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Tyrese Hallipert Burton, Drew Holiday, Jaron Jackson Jr., Damian Lillard, Lori Markinen, Ja Morant. Julius Randle and Domantis Sabonis. So, Darno. Yep. Do you think anybody? Do you like the reserves? Do you think that there was anybody that got snubbed? Do you think there's anybody that should not have been in there at all? There was obviously, obviously, some snubs, but I can, it's hard to say that some players were not deserving because I think everybody that pretty much made it was deserving, but. You look at snubs, and one of the first snubs you have to go to is James Harden in the East. Uh, he's probably, probably leading the league in assists right now. I think he qualifies he for that now. So leading yeah. the league in assists, averaging about 20 a game. That qualifies as an all-star. You look at his numbers, and you compare him to somebody like Tyrese Halliburton, it's close. But yeah. I would keep Halliburton in. Halliburton is the one I would take off. I would you take, take Halliburton off. off. No, I would not. I would oh, keep okay. Halliburton in. The one I would either take off Drew Holiday or yeah, DeMar that's the one. or DeMar DeRozan. DeMar's been balling, but his team is so trash. It's like, you know. That's a fake. I don't think DeMar or or I I keep I don't I will I will argue keeping Drew in over DeMar, but I would probably keep DeMar in over Drew. But I would put Harden and Garland in over them too, personally. Darius yeah, Garland. Garland is another snub. He he was – I don't know if he was really snubbed because the way they – if you really watch a lot of their games, it's a lot of games that they should win that they aren't winning right now. And that's probably something that's going to the coaches. Vote – like they already got one. They probably don't deserve two. And they're looking at other teams that have two, and they're probably like in the top three or four in the conference. And I think that's what they're basing this off of. Because you look at somebody else who got snubbed in the Western Conference, Anthony Davis. Oh, I didn't even notice that he wasn't in it. Oh, that's wow. pretty and Jaron Jackson. 
Yeah, I, I didn't quite think that Jaron Jackson was going to make it, honestly. Yeah, I'm surprised you, by that. You look, <clears throat> they put Batman over Jimmy. And they put in Julius Randle over uh, the guard. Brunson. Brunson, Jalen Brunson. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why you just called him the guard. <laughs> I know. That's, that's bad. Julius. So, I, th- I think Julius Randle should be in over uh, what's his name? The yeah, guard. I, I, yeah, over, I guard. over Garland, over the guard. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Pascal Siakam had a case, but the Raptors are just kind of too ass right now for him to be in. <laughs> they put no, they put no Hawks players in. <clears throat> no, Anthony Davis is pretty wild. I actually didn't even notice that until he said it. Mm -hmm. No, Anthony Davis. One of the first uh, snubs that came to mind. But you can make an argument that, like, the Lakers don't deserve two All-Stars because they're that trash. But the West is so congested, it's like maybe they do deserve two All-Stars because they're playing individually at that kind of level. I mean, to me, AD not AD not getting in and Zion starting is pretty wild because they're in the same position. The whole Zion in the starting lineup thing, the whole Zion making an All Star game period after as many games as he's missed is wild. Clout, clout. That's the fan vote. That's the fan vote part of it, though. Cloud and record. Cloud and record. They're 27 and 27. Oh, they, well, you know, at the time of voting, they probably were like, they, they were probably um still towards the top. They were towards the top for a while until. Yeah, they, I think without there. Zion, they're like four and 13. Damn. They lost like eight straight. I know they won last night. That's why I said four yeah. and 13. Well, a lot of the games Zion didn't play. Ingram didn't play either, though. Mm hmm. They just missed both of them because Ingram got hurt first. So they just missed both of them for a large stretch of games. Darnell. Mm-hmm. What's good? How's the beach? Lovely. Enjoying the weather here. It's great in February. This is what, this is what it looks like in Ohio in February, in case anyone wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. They didn't put Kawhi in, but they put Paul George in. Kawhi didn't deserve it. He missed too many games. Paul George missed a lot of games, too, though. Like, that's why it's so weird about this voting. Like, there's no rhyme or reason for a lot of these players to make it, but, like, they're all on the caliber where they – it's like, I see why they could possibly make it, but – I feel like Dame Smith has half the season himself. (laughs) So – I think that's another name thing. Even though when he does play, he goes crazy. But so I know there's for sure going to be Zion that misses the game, right? We don't expect him to play, right? No. And we don't expect Steph to play. No. So what's two all stars or what's two players in the West you think replace them? I think one will be De'Aaron Fox, possibly. Maybe I think another one could be Anthony Anthony Davis. Edwards. Oh Edwards, yeah, yeah, I think that's Edwards. another snub. 
Anthony Edwards. I would have put Anthony Edwards in over Paul George, to be honest. Yeah. Maybe look, they, they didn't put a single Suns player in. I know they've been hurt for the majority of the season, but mm-hmm. the Suns are fifth. Wait, what? <laughs> when the fuck did they get the fifth seed? Yes, after they are, they just keep just chugging along. Like, how did they just beat the Celtics two nights ago? Yeah, everybody apparently. Celtics are weird. I think they got the most wins in the league. But yeah, yeah. I just noticed when they lose. Mm -hmm. So, but. Yeah, they lose a lot, way too much. I mean, everyone's gonna lose. No, no, it's just this is gonna be more of a spotlight on them mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Yeah, I think this is one of the only seasons they said where we probably won't have a sixty-win team. I don't know how accurate that is. Do you think there will be a sixty-win team? You think the Celtics will be sixty wins? No, I think this will be one of the only years they won't be. So I think. Celtics probably won't hit 60. I don't really know what they're on pace for. I can look it up, though. I, I think one of the – pretty sure, like, before the Warriors started doing their thing, I'm pretty sure there was, like, a team. I'm pretty sure, like, the Heat one year, like, led the league – or, like, the Pacers or somebody led the league with, like, 58. Yeah, that would be crazy. Let me see. Like, I'm pretty sure in the last – but I, I'm not taking account, into the account the West, though. I was just thinking of the East. It probably has been a 61 team for most seasons. Yeah, I can't find it. I can do the math, though. Y'all talk, and I'll do it. I don't care at all about All Star Weekend. I'm not gonna. Well, I don't care about the reserves and put like that. I do care about All Star Weekend? So do you bit. care about All Star Weekend? Because uh, we know you. Because nobody cares about the dunk contest. <laughs> it just so. hasn't been good in a while. But when it was good, it was pretty, pretty. Good. I mean, last year was fun watching Steph in the game. Like the game itself was fun to watch. So I think the Celtics are on pace for 60, but yeah, no stuff does kind of take out. Yeah. Oh wait. Never mind. All right, man. Next up we have the retirement of one Thomas Edward. Forget the other name. Patrick. Patrick, yeah. thank you. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Brady Jr. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, he retired allegedly this time for real. Um, a couple days ago. Perfect for me, only because now no one's talking about the Super Bowl. We're still not getting credit, so it's great. But um, but yeah, Tom Brady, seven time Super Bowl winner, MVPs, I think he won only one or two MVPs, holder of a shit ton of records, um, goat. And I think for me personally, we'll go around, like, what's your kind of go-to Brady moment? I think we all might have the same one, but I think for me, it's just 28 to three. 
Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's a debate there. Because there I was saw a debate. It. Go ahead. Right. I was just gonna say yeah. I saw I got to saw got to see Tom Brady in person one game. Two thousand four. I had to look it up what year it was. I was a kid, obviously. And he just beat the Browns really bad. And it was super cold that night. 42 with the 15 was the final score. And Brady was just great. And I was just like, man, this guy is good. And he's still playing, like, however many years later, just craziness. Like, yeah, that's my Tom Brady story. Well, not anymore. <laughs> so. Yeah. Until until now, so. He wasn't really good this season either. <laughs> The whole season, and I get to wear egg I, on my I, face because I said I, that Tom Brady wouldn't retire. I still, I still, the low light I saw of Tom Brady was when I watched that Bengals game, bro. And I was like, "Holy shit, what the fuck?" He just gave them four straight turnovers in yeah, the in their in their territory. They they didn't get a first down. It was literally four straight turnovers. It was fumbles, interceptions. I was like, bro, what the fuck? That was when I was like, yeah, yeah, nah. I don't, I don't know if this dude got it anymore. I feel you. That was bad. Yeah, that Super Bowl, the craziest thing about it was that 28 to 3. I remember just looking and people were like cheering because you know everyone hates Tom Brady or whatever. And I'm yeah. just looking, I'm like. This isn't over. Just had like that sounds like this is y'all know who this is. I ain't say he's gonna win, but I was like, this isn't over. Then he scored once and I was like, huh. And I was rooting for him because like fucking I wanna watch history and just that entire comeback was just some shit. Oh I was I was very high during it and I like watched it and I was just like I was too high to really like remember everything that was happening, but told me, I was like, "Whoa, shit just keeps." He just keeps scoring, and they keep not doing anything. And shit, yeah. and I do remember Matt Ryan taking that sack that took them out of field goal range when all they had to do was run the ball. <laughs> yeah. And stay in field goal range, they probably would have won the game. <laughs> but you know, he took that sack and then they had to punt. And then Brady came back and you know, did his thing and they won. Man, Kyle was never gonna do it, man. No. He just he just gets there and just he just he just has a lead and then doesn't want to lose it. But at the same time, doesn't know how to keep it. Like what? I mean, that's pretty much it. Obviously, Brady, the goat. We all know it. Now, here's the only reason I kind of brought this up because we didn't say anything. Darnell going to a game. It's pretty cool watching his team get slapped around for four quarters. <laughs> but dog in December, like yeah, that was bad. But it was a birthday oh. present for me. Perfect, perfect too. Um, only sports, only time I've ever cried at a sports event that I wasn't participating in. Um, twice, Tom Brady caused both of them. Are you talking um, about February two thousand five? It's fucked up. I am talking. I'm looking about at. It. I'm looking at that right now. Like, yeah. 
So, yeah, that was a tough one. Nine-year-old Demetrius was looking forward to the Eagles with But she quite couldn't. Yeah, that was actually the same season I went to the game. So I seen Tom Brady that same season that they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And uh, cried that night. And then Tom Brady lost to us in the other Super Bowl. Defense. I never thought we would win it. I remember before that Super Bowl, I was like, I don't want to play the Jags. Here's why. I was like, if we lose to the Jags, that would be so much fucking worse than just losing to Tom Brady. Losing <laughs> to Tom Brady, it's like, yeah, I don't feel bad. Yeah, it's Tom. It happens. Losing to the fucking Jags would have been like, hey, yo, not the fucking, not, not the, the Jags Super Bowl, bro. We might really <laughs> never win this bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tom Brady. Calls both of those. Never cried basketball because Sixers never been, you know, whatever. I'm not the biggest basketball Well, they baseball. were. They were when you were like three or four. Yeah. Yeah. So, but so um, I, the reason last time they went past the the second round, <laughs> he's trying to take shots. That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, so oh, um, the reason I brought this up, right? Uh huh. I want to ask you guys, mm-hmm. okay. what do you think it takes to be the GOAT in, like, a sport? Because already, the man just retired, we're already, people are already, like, Mahomes is the GOAT or going to be the GOAT or whatever the fuck. They're using, like, greatest talent. He's just the greatest. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Mm-hmm. He, he can indeed be the GOAT. Uh, is a fair one. It's fair. I'm not saying it's not fair, but I thought about it with him retiring, with Mahomes getting the Super Bowl, doing it the way he did it. I actually have a definition of what I think it takes to be the GOAT, but I want to know what you guys think first. So, Dom, what do you think it takes to be the GOAT? No. So, I think GOATness depends on um obviously accolades plays a big part i do think you have to win championships and things along that nature like or even if you don't well for a quarterback especially then you definitely have to win championships and be like the main piece of why they won championships because like other positions you don't like there's a lot of factors that go into it with the other positions but with a quarterback, you kind of are the on-the-field coach, so at least for the offense. So, like, I do think you do have to win to an extent. That's why when, when people were trying to declare that, like, Aaron Rodgers was the GOAT with when he had one Super Bowl and Brady had, like, already had, like, three, I was like, eh. That's a, he's fighting an uphill battle, okay? But you feel me? I do think that um, talent and, like, yeah, the, the talent of yourself and the talent that you have around you plays a part as well. So if you do it, if you're able to win with worse pieces, which Brady has been able to win with some bad, with some poor offensive pieces. I won't call them like bad, but they definitely weren't great. He had like, he would win with like no other Pro Bowl skill players at points. So 
but um yeah i just think you you have you do have to win you have to have you have to have the statistics as well so like you know you don't have to break every record but you do have to at least be up there on some of them you have to have like some longevity i don't think you can be the goat and like three years and only play for three years so like you know i would say yeah you got you have to have awards accolades and if you don't have championships well for a quarterback i think you need championships for other positions you at least need um stats and and awards darnell what do you think i think it's three major categories that will make you qualify to be in the GOAT argument in most sports. Longevity, statistics, and the eye test. You have to pass all three. And if you pass all three of those, you can be qualified to be in a conversation for the GOAT. And I think a lot of people don't have the longevity part, and that's what makes them not qualified to be in the GOAT. They don't have the statistics, that's the championships, the numbers, all of that thing qualifies in statistics and eye test. When you look at a player play, does he just come off as someone that appears to be best in class? And I think that's just quite what qualifies to be the GOAT. I think with the eye test though, like there's a lot, like there's a lot of people that, you know, people will call the GOAT that, you know, they've never actually seen them play. Like, like you say, Jerry Rice, is the best wide receiver ever. And then, like, a lot of people didn't go back and watch him play in the 80s. You'd be like, Barry Sanders is the best running back ever. They never watched Barry Sanders run the ball. So, like, you know, Lawrence Taylor, he's the best, you know, and never, never watched him. So, it's like, with with the eye test, like, that's just, like, I think that was I think that was a little weird with it because now, you know, you do have people now just because people are watching it now. Now they think that these people are the go. Like if 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 you're taking it by the eye test, like then people that's born within like the last well, people started watching football within the last like five years or I'll say within like the last ten years might think like Derrick Henry is like the best running back ever or some shit. I mean, which is fair for them. Yeah. So yeah. like with so like with yeah. goat this so with goat discussions, do you think it should be era based or do you think it should, it should be, be era based? And it's hard to compare eras too. And yeah. it's weird because it's not like just because you watched football from whatever however long ago to now means you have more knowledge of someone who hasn't either. Yeah. It's like all subjective, like so that's why it's other arguments outside of the eye test for me. That's why the numbers come into play because you can't really, that's like the only thing that you can really say is kind of consistent over generations is 16, 17 game seasons. Well, obviously they do used to play 12 game seasons. So or, that's or even e- debatable. Or even that's the whole um, Aaron Rodgers thing. You know, people look at Aaron Rodgers. They look at what he does and they're like, oh shit, he's better than Brady. Or even we'll even use a more recent discussion since Demetrius loves to bring this guy up all the time. People, people look at Justin Herbert and then they're like, oh, this dude is it. 
he ha- he has all the arm strength in the world. He's you know he has this, he has that. So then they look at him and they're like, oh yeah, he he's the one type shit. And that they'll overlook somebody who doesn't do it quite as who doesn't do it quite as pretty, you know. So I mean, I, I think well, I think the eye test. I actually think the eye test can be a bit misleading. <laughs> Personally, I think you do need you do need a basis somewhere. Because if you just look at somebody, it'll be like, oh, wow, he is really good. But then if if they're never able to, like, actually do anything, then it's like, how good are you actually? You look like you're really good, but you don't really do things to win. So, you know what I mean? I think another part you guys kind of said it, like, definitely stats, accolades, um, that kind of stuff, obviously. That's kind of how you how you get into the discussion. But I do think I test there's a there's a part of that. And I think there's a there's a layer that people don't want to kind of open up. But I think part of being the GOAT is having definable qualities that to some degree are either fascinating or cool. I also want to add one more thing. After you said that, it made me think of something else. I think in order to be a GOAT, you do also have to have moments. I think moments are, I like, I think moments over the eye test. I think like if, if there's a moment where like you sat back and you're like, whoa, this dude really did something that's like, you know, like you you could be, you could look like the most talented person in the world, like I said, but if you don't really do anything, then like, okay, you're just talented, but there's something missing. But like, if you sit back and you just watch somebody just like, whoa, he just came back from 28 to three. What the fuck? Like, it, there's no debate. Like he already has, he already, at that point, he already had four rings or whatever, four or five rings. And you just sit there, you watch that. And it's like, oh, there's no debate anymore, huh? <laughs> so things like moments to me that's why I put that in the eye test category just real quick and I don't think the thing about eye test you can't really trust everyone's eye test because you don't really trust what they see and you just got to put that in consideration yeah well I think this is a reason like guys like Kareem don't get long term credits because maybe the moments and also there's not much He's different, but it's not much cool about being taller than everyone and having a hook shot. Just isn't at the end of the day. That's why I'm like Jordan just went right by him. Super cool. And I think to some degree, you're gonna see it. You already kind of see it with LeBron, mm-hmm. but I think you're gonna kind of see it hamper LeBron and Brady. Cause even though they have the moments for completely different reasons. They don't really have that cool factor. Like Brady just super duper maniacal, right? I think LeBron has it. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, I think I think seeing somebody like I think Steph is more cool to watch or or something like that, because he's shorter and like he just kind of shoots it, shoots it from wherever. So I think like People would, I think it would have been more entertaining to see Steph be higher, but like, 
I don't think Le- I think LeBron does have a trait. Like he's such a great pass. LeBron has some phenomenal passes. It, it is fun to watch LeBron. So yeah, like, I'm not saying it's not fun to watch LeBron. It wasn't really the. It's more so with him. It's different, and what I mean by that is he's so overpowering at times. They don't feel like obstacles. It, it, you think it's more like 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 Giannis, where they just kind of he's kind of runs into him, scores a basket, and people are like, all right, I'm tired of watching you do this. Yeah. Type like like how James Harden was like, he's just running dunk man. He just it's easy to be big and tall and just yeah. dunk. Because you look at this, it's already happening. People like I said are doing with Mahomes, but you look at just like him having. Him having the injury troubles he's had is actually helping him. Like, we Ooh, never saw Brady. We did. We did. We saw Brady limp. We, well, he had, like, a – he had the hand thing against the Jags. But we never saw him, like, limp around. Like, oh, yeah. Limp. And oh. when – like, he never had to do that. I mean, he, he – Go ahead. I was going to say, he's he was also a stationary – quarterback so exactly that's going to play a part of it i'm telling you it's going to be a debate it's going to be interesting because mahomes makes the comebacks and he does do the cool shit you know what i mean underhand sidearm all that shit and like i said with the injuries you see obstacles now there's obstacles in the way yeah you wouldn't it wouldn't feel the same if he was just he was never hurt telling you it wouldn't feel quite like he had to grit it out you know what i mean because what were you saying he still has i mean at the end of the day again the 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 one thing that tom brady will forever have is that 28 and 3 so like if mahomes ever does anything similar to that like again people don't actually for whatever reason i still don't know why but people don't think the Eagles are very good for some reason. So, like, I'll even think him beating y'all. With, people are going to be like, oh, shit, he beat the Eagles. Oh, shit. Yeah, Mahomes is definitely different type shit. Like, so, even even though he was hurt. So, I, I think it's going to be like, eh, he just beat Jalen Hurts. Because, again, people make it a quarter. He, he didn't beat the best, one of the best pass rushes ever existed. He beat Jalen Hurts because people make it a quarterback versus quarterback battle. So he went, eh, whatever. And even though Tom Brady did beat Matt Ryan, and it's like, all right, well, but Matt Matt Ryan did win MVP, and 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 you know they're probably gonna give Mahomes MVP already. So Matt Ryan did win MVP that year, and again he came back from such a large deficit that that he was supposed to lose a game, and then wound up winning it, wound up winning completely in the fourth quarter essentially so i think mahomes i think mahomes what unless mahomes just goes out there and just wins more rings and wins more and just has all the records and shit which it doesn't look like because he looks kind of fragile so i don't know if he'll have the longevity of brady but you know i just think he'll, he'll need a moment like a super moment to like really cement himself if we're being honest, Brady didn't have that moment, obviously, until the Falcons. Yeah, really exactly. He had a ton of clutch, like, wins, but that was, like, the, oh. Uh, yeah, exactly. Actually, I just saw my thing. Go ahead. 
And again, I also think he'll have to do it against a quarterback that people like really respect. Jalen Hurts just doesn't have the respect yet. For and I don't agree with it. You know that I believe Jalen Hurts is great, but like as as the NFL community, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles just don't quite have that respect. I think he'll have to do it against a a, a player, a quarterback that like his his first one was against Jimmy. And then if he were to win this one, which none of us think he will, but if he wins this one, second would be against Jalen and both are quarterbacks. So people are like, eh, type shit. So like, he'll also have to do it against a name. The, the one time he did play a name, he got destroyed. So, yeah. And again, it wasn't a him versus Brady thing. It was a Tampa Bay Buccaneers pass rush versus the um, Chiefs awful offensive line and Mahomes had to run back. I think I thought Mahomes played great that game for all circumstances, but yeah, he yeah. did. But I mean, got win against the names, so it's gonna be interesting. Obviously, going forward, I definitely think it's a chance. But just want to talk to you guys, see what you guys think about just go conversations. But yeah, thank y'all for joining, man. <laughs>